Hey guys, Paul Rick here. Welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Dad Show. Um, in this edition, we're going to talk about um, our pitching drills effective for infielders. On this season of the Baseball Dad Show, we are committed to answering all of your questions. So any question you might have, skills and drills of the game, playing your position, um, training or preparing for the game, practicing, um, or even if it's some of this, the off-the-field stuff like recruiting or strength training or conditioning or speed training or even some of the stuff that you have to navigate with getting your kid on the right team or dealing with local politics of local league and daddy ball, send all your questions in. We want to answer every question that a baseball dad might have as he guides his son through this world of amateur baseball. You can send them all to paul at paulrickbaseball.com. And we will answer them all right here on the show. Again, that's paul at paulrickbaseball.com. So the question I have today is, would the wall drill be helpful for a position player without the knee lift um, in helping them with their throwing mechanics? Um, so the wall drill is a, kind of a pitching-specific drill. So the kind of short answer is yes, that would be a helpful drill. However, let me give you a better one that you can do, especially if you don't have access to the wall, because a fence can be good too to do this drill, the wall drill, but it's, it, there's a little bit of a safety factor with the fence that it sometimes makes me nervous. So to get the effect of the wall drill, and what we're trying to do with the wall drill is we're trying to train the body to move forward and generate momentum so the arm can kind of go into the right slot and the body and the arm are each doing its share of its work. So what often happens is when there's poor throwing mechanics in any position, whether it's a pitcher, an infielder, an outfielder, or a catcher, um, anytime there's poor throwing mechanics, um, or excuse me, poor body mechanics, um, the arm ends up doing more of the work. So we see pitchers in the major leagues that just have poor you know, mechanics, and they can throw well because they've got strong arms. But if they had a strong body and a correct body to go along with that strong arm, they would really have something very powerful. And what we often see is pitchers with poor mechanics and strong arms, they're able to pitch for a good period of time, but they always end up breaking down. Now, with infielders, you obviously don't have the same problems with that um, because you're not throwing the, the total number of pitches that a pitcher's throwing. Um, that's number one. You're not throwing off of a mound, um, which a pitcher's doing. And um, you're not, you, don't, you don't have the, um, the intensity all the time of those throws. So there's a lot of factors, obviously, that we don't see position players injure their arms at the rate that we see pitchers do for all those reasons. But what is crucial for infielders and outfielders is accuracy. And accuracy comes, we've been talking about this um, on a couple different podcasts, but accuracy comes with delivering the ball in a consistent release point. Consistent release point comes from a consistent, consistent body mechanics. So especially when we're throwing the ball across the diamond to first base, we're throwing the ball from the outfield, we wanna be able to, to make good throws, right? We don't wanna to have to our, our first baseman to work. Um, we don't have to have him picking balls or coming off the bag or jumping up in the air. We want to be hitting our cutoff men, catchers. We want to be throwing down to second base so we give you know best chance to throw throw runners out. And so um, here's the drill that I would do every single time with my infielders. I would have them line up on one of the foul lines and just have them have their back foot on the foul line. So if it's you know a right-handed thrower, they would obviously have their right foot on the on the foul line. And I would have them down and kind of mimic them fielding a ball, like get them down in the fielding position and almost like they're doing a dry run of fielding the ball, belly button the ball, and then shuffle aggressively and throw. So I would even have them do this to like when they're playing catch. This would be part of, of, of our warm up of playing catch is getting them to, to see, uh, have a visual of the line of where they start 
and then telling them to aggressively move their body and throw the ball as hard as they can. And so one of the things that I would always do is, um, in this situation, I would have uh, the receiver not doing the drill. I would have the receiver acting as like a first baseman or a cutoff man, right? So if you're there with your infielders, have that have the receiver of the of the throw just kind of set up like a first baseman. So he looks like a first baseman would look. So they get the visual effect of where they're throwing. I would also, you know, obviously they need to be warmed up to do this, but I would also make it uh, consistent with the distance that they would throw. So your third baseman, shortstop, and second baseman would all be throwing in different intervals. But also keep in mind that they you want to vary that because shortstops could be throwing from deep in the hole. They could be throwing. They could be throwing from their just normal shortstop position. They could be throwing from the bag. Second baseman too. So you do want to kind of move them forward, move them back. So you want to train them for the distances that they're going to be throwing. Have them field that ball and aggressively throw as hard as they can with accuracy. So um, so they're hit. They're trying to hit their man in the chest, but they're trying to move aggressively with their body. Right, so that they don't get caught making just an arm throw. Sometimes playing the infield, you got to do what you got to do. But when we can, we want to be making aggressive throws and using our body. And then I would have them just switch positions. Um, you know, and then have the outfielders do the do the same thing. The outfielders would be, would be throwing to someone that looks like a cutoff man. But the important part of this drill is that you get the visual of the line, right? So you're not just throwing in the outfield grass. You have the visual of the line where the where the where the um, the thrower can really get off the line. They could see how far they're being aggressive with their body and moving off the line. So that's the drill that I would do. I would work that into your warm-up, into your throwing, um, and have that kind of as an everyday thing. I think it's great for training body mechanics. I think it's great for getting in the flow of throwing the ball to uh, someone that looks like a first baseman. And also, too, it's taking the focus of, or, or it's, it's creating focus for you as a coach, or, or, a, or a, even if it's just you as a dad, it's that... Throwing with good mechanics is important, and if you throw with good mechanics, we're going to make good throws. We're not going to make our first baseman work. We're not going to make. We're not going to. We're not going to throw balls away that should be outs. So we're going to hit our cutoff men. We're going to throw runners out at second base. You know, we're training that aspect of it, and we're coupling in the training with what we want the outcome to be. So, uh, send in your questions, guys. Send them to Paul at partofbaseball.com. You can put baseball dad question in the subject line, and we'll answer them all right here on the show. And I'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.